0: Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, voucherettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. What is up, everybody? Welcome back
1: to another episode of Schnitt Talk. Um, if you have been thinking that things have been weird lately. Um, And I know they have been. I know episodes have been late or not showing up at all the last six weeks or so. Um, And if you thought something has to be going on, you're right. Something has been going on. Um, Honestly, a lot has been changing in my life, um, in my personal life, and in my career. And I have decided to leave Barstool Sports. Um, And so that means that this is the last episode of Schnitt Talk. I genuinely loved my time at Barstool. I had so much fun. I'm going to cherish those memories and the friendships that I made with my coworkers. Like that's not ever gonna change. Like I will always hold a special place in my heart for Barstool, of course. But like it just felt like time to move on and take my career in a different direction. And I just wanted to say, um, you know, obviously this episode is gonna be about the show. Like, this is we're not really gonna talk about why I'm leaving Barstool. That's really the only reason it's like taking my career in another direction um but I mostly wanted to focus on you guys and the show and what you meant to us and you know what we meant to you hopefully and the things we want you to take away from it but before we get into that I just wanted to say a quick thank you also to Brendan Clancy and Mike Grinnell because they helped us get this podcast off the ground and you know we really couldn't have done it without them so thank you to them and let's let's talk about this show.
2: Oh my God. I'm so sad. Oh my God. Don't be sad. That made me really sad.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Don't be sad. No, it's okay. Are you crying? (laughs) Sorry. You're going to make me cry. Don't cry. I'm sad,
2: but I'm happy for you.
1: Oh my God. Stop (laughs) crying. You're making me cry. (laughs) I'm sad too, dude. Like obviously I'm sad. (laughs) Mostly what I wanted to talk about is this show today and how much it meant to me and, you know, focus on you guys and leaving this show with like, a with closure, you know, with, you know, what do I want you to take away from this? What have I taken away from this experience? What have me and Alana, how have we grown and, and the memories that we have and that we'll take from this? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, this is like the breakup talk you and your boyfriend will never have. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The ultimate closure.
2: the, The dream come true. I know how important it was to other people. And it's kind of humbling when you get messages from people telling them how much listening to the show means to them. But I don't think I really realized how much doing the show meant to me until now. I know that we've helped you guys get through things, but I think that just doing the show has helped me get through things that I don't know that I could have gotten through if I didn't have this medium because sometimes like you can't talk to your friends about it. And I don't think I would be who I am, be doing Mm -hmm. what I am, be with who I am. And if it wasn't for this show, (laughs) no, I think I'd be in a failing relationship still, (laughs) which is crazy to think about.
1: Yeah. You know, like I always valued your opinion and, like, your outlook on things. And I think it changed the way that I see things and think about things. I, I don't know. Sometimes when you listen to a show, you wonder, like, do the hosts actually like each other? Or is it mm-hmm. just because that they're they're doing this show together? And I think that, like, the fact that we actually are friends, mm-hmm. like, helped the show be what it was. Because there were real moments. Like, mm-hmm. there were real disagreements and real, like jokes and nights and things that like we go through together. And like, you are the person I want to tell when things happen. So mm-hmm. it felt more natural to be telling you and be telling and to be telling them too. Yeah. I don't know. Just think about all the things that are different about you now than were when this started. Like yeah. you are like an entirely different person.
2: Yeah. I think so. You too. <laughs> yeah. And I hope, I hope that like you guys kind of feel that change too.
1: And sometimes change is necessary and really good i don't want anyone i don't want you guys to feel like i'm like abandoning you i mean i wish look everything comes to an end you know but i i do wish we had more time together it it's the right thing for me and i i hope you can understand that and i'm not really going anywhere (laughs) like i won't have a podcast but hey this is not like the end of the line you can always talk to us you can always dm us but I guess the only thing that you need to know is everything is going to be okay. Yeah,
2: it's not like a firestorm kind of like no. explosion situation. We're still friends. We're fine.
1: You'll still run into us on
2: the streets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I guess overall, the the thing that is most important to express is... Why do I sound like the fucking queen? Like, I'm like... <laughs> um, the thing that is the most important to express, though, is like gratitude and like, thank you guys so much for giving us the opportunity to do this Mm -hmm. because anyone can talk into a void, but like the fact that people, that you listened and like you loved it and it meant something to you, like meant so much to us. And, um, I certainly wouldn't be where I was in my career if this show hadn't happened. And so, so thank you for listening and we love you more than we know how to talk about you as a collective like blob like we love you (laughs) and like coming up to like when you guys come up on the street or whatever it is like I feel like we'll always we'll always have this I think we should talk about what what we want people to get out of this show yeah like what we want you to take away and remember what are the things that we talked about the most I mean respecting yourself and knowing your worth I think that if if you had to take one thing away, it would be that. Don't let other people tell you who you are or what you're worth. Know that about yourself because people will try to, you know, take that from you or diminish your worth and fuck those people. You don't have to listen to anybody who tells you who you are. And in dating especially, it's okay to be selfish and know what you want. It's okay don't hurt people's feelings, obviously, but sometimes things don't work out. It's not personal. It just is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you do find someone, it's not going to feel like a compromise or a square peg going into a round hole.
2: It's just going to be easy. Easy
1: peasy. It's not easy. That's, that's what that's you want. Right. If it's not easy, then it's not right. That's true. And that part of confidence is just pretending you have it, even if you don't. Because I would guarantee like half the people who you think are really confident, Just are pretending just as much as the rest of us. Even if you don't feel it, no one has to know that you don't actually feel confident. And eventually it just makes you feel better. Eventually you just are confident. It works. Weird as it is, it works. Pick your battles. That was a big one that I learned. Not everything has to be a situation. Not everything has to be drama. Sometimes it's better to just say, you know what? I don't need to say anything right now. Yeah. And sometimes you do. (laughs) Be nice to other girls. When you when a girl walks into a room and your first thought is why is she wearing that? Ask yourself why you're thinking about why she's wearing that and be nice. Always be the nicest person in the room. <laughs> Cause if you're if you're in a room full of assholes,
2: you're the asshole. You're the
1: asshole. I hope that when you listened to this show, that it gave you like a sense of calm, like that it helped you think everything is gonna be okay Mm -hmm. because I think if there was anything that I tried to do more than anything I think that both of us tried to do was like maintain rationality like Mm -hmm. make sure we're not like putting crazy shit in your heads like I want us all to like think as rationally as we can about the situations that we're in so that Things are just easier for us. I totally get the joke of being like crazy or being toxic. I understand that that's like a thing that's like Mm -hmm. fun to like, and totally even I tweet like that sometimes. Like it's fun and it's funny when it comes down to it. I really hope you all knew that we want the very fucking best for you. And we're never going to give you advice that's, gonna be toxic or that's gonna hurt you in the long run like we've always tried to give the most sane advice that we possibly could and anytime that we weren't giving sane advice we always said this is crazy don't do this
2: a nice little warning sign
1: just so you know this is some batshit shit stuff and don't do it but it's funny it works <laughs> you know what we do have an ad <laughs> for our favorite fucking product um and it just feels so appropriate to do this ad for this show yeah it
2: really does
1: because at first I was like, "Oh, I don't. It just isn't right to do ads on this episode." But then, <laughs> then I saw. Steve and then, Steven Che,
2: you really updated yourself.
1: Steven Che, you you came through with this one. <laughs> um, Alana, did you know that Barstool Sports has teamed up with New Amsterdam Vodka to create their signature drink, the Pink Whitney? You guys, the fucking Pink Whitney. I. I will never be able to drink Pink Whitney without thinking about this this show, which is so funny because it's like the Spit and Chiclets vodka, but it's not. Like no, it's no, the I feel so vodka. much
2: ownership over it. Like yeah. it's
1: ridiculous. Yeah, like I, I get it. Like they made it, but like it's also ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> it's like our thing. It's our show's yeah. thing.
1: A pink fucking vodka that tastes mm-hmm. like lemonade. Like with a f- it's obviously <laughs> our drink. Like, like, good job creating it spit and shaklets
2: we'll take the reins
1: now but like let's be real it always belonged to the hearts and minds of this show <laughs> um we do i do love it i think that the next time we hang out we should drink a whole fifth of pink whitney and just see what happens as a perfect memory like <laughs> yeah. a parting gift yeah
2: that actually would yeah. be a nice like way to way to like and close, th- close things out for sure yeah
1: you guys already fucking know the drill with Pink Whitney. Like, what do I really need to say? It's delicious. You can find it in your local liquor store. You know, if you haven't drank it at this point, I don't really know what to tell you because there will be no further points. So, like, <laughs> this is your moment. This is the sign you've been waiting for to go buy some Pink Whitney. Oh, I was going to say, imagine if like I finished the ad and then we did a song and then the, we were like, all right, let's somberly talk about. Yeah. <laughs> our all like body. Show. <laughs> Yo, body. Body's another thing that I think you will forever associate with this podcast. I will. Great for sure. song, but it's it's ours. And like, shout out loud luxury for making it. But mm-hmm. like I think our remix <laughs> was better. Was way better. <laughs> I think they agree. Babe. Just babe. Babe. <laughs> it's so stupid. not funny. It was so, <laughs> so funny. Stupid. That was that was probably my favorite part of doing the show was all the things that were, should not have been funny to anybody. That's like those stupid jokes that you and your friends have that don't make any sense. But instead of it just being like you and me thinking something was stupid and funny, it became like a thing that like thousands of people were like, yeah, that's funny when it's not like the babe, the babe remix, not funny funny. yet. It's so funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Fuck Mary Krill not funny <laughs> so funny so funny us not fucking knowing that ronald reagan was dead i mean on any other show that would have been like a really embarrassing like fuck up but for us we were just like no don't be dead no, don't be dead <laughs> so sexy. So sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys that just so went sad. with it and like i feel like that's such a good... perfect um perfect thing i don't know that just mm-hmm. like perfectly encapsulates at its very best the silliness sometimes Mm -hmm. i think people shy away from being silly like they don't want to be i don't know they want to be taken seriously so they don't do like silly things Mm -hmm. i I fucking love silly shit i'm a silly bitch you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like those were some of my favorite episodes when things just went off the rails (laughs) yeah the fucking bagel that (laughs) never stopped being brought up like shut up (laughs) like I get it but also guys it was one time one bite one time one bite um the episode it was like over a year ago I um I did something crazy like crazy not like ah crazy like crazy and I was telling you and Mike about it and like the show was just screaming and then that turned into a
2: segment about keeping your cool
1: (laughs) not not saying the crazy thing that you want to say And I yeah, just enjoyed it it so special.
2: It was so like honest, I think. Um, yeah,
1: it was always there was never a moment that we were like we didn't make shit up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was always like whatever was happening really in our lives, we we were like, let's see if we can make this into something, because I really need to talk about this. And I think you do learn a lot about yourself when when you figure out what resonates with you. I think when you're listening to this show, and you relate to certain topics, I think that tells you a lot about you as well. I hope that you guys like learned about yourselves as we learned about ourselves. Cause I think you and me, like obviously we're similar or we wouldn't be friends, but like we are really different too. And Mm -hmm. I think you can find your story within either of us. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be just honest with you guys. This is how it would go. (laughs) Well, it it depends on the era, I would say. Yeah, yeah.
2: There was like seasons. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Basically, what it would come down to is like pretty soon before the show would be recorded, we'd come up with a couple topics. We'd meet up and be like, these are the topics. And then be like, all right. See you there in five. (laughs) Hope you've got thoughts about this. (laughs) There was never a moment of like, what should we talk about? within this subject what are the things that we absent what's the outline here it was always just like
2: what's the central thesis
1: I have <laughs> a loose idea of what I want to say and you've got a loose idea of what mm-hmm. you want to say let's like see what happens
2: <laughs> no yeah.
1: nonsense but that Nothing was kind nonsense. of
2: like the brand of this and like I think that's why people liked it and why people didn't because you kind of had to be <laughs> along for the ride to understand what was going on. And that made it seem real. And I feel like when I meet people that listen to the show and they feel like they know me and don't know you, like I feel the same way. I feel a connection to them because I know how intricate and weird and like not specific this show was. I yeah. Not specific special. is a good
1: word. It's that's like special. I think this podcast was also fun because it gave us an opportunity to be vulnerable about things that, like, I, I I, would say with both of us, for different reasons and in different ways, we're not always the best at being vulnerable in our personal lives. And so to be able to do it because we knew we had an audience of people who would listen and would support us, that was meaningful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, I remember way fucking back, almost three years ago now, doing the cheating episode and how hard that was. hmm But... I, it was such an important part of my story that I really wanted to talk about that I had never really been able to articulate before. And, um, that was really special for me of like being able to work that out because I got to talk about it Mm -hmm. and how I actually felt about it and how those moments were for me instead of keeping it in. And I guess if I were to take anything away from this show, it would be, it would be that. I mean, I think we both grew a lot. Yeah. Yeah and i'm not even. as afraid to say what i mean i think i started saying yes to things and you started saying no to things yeah. <laughs> in the ways that we both needed to yeah that's true i was in therapy the almost the whole show mm-hmm. so i think seeing seeing me grow i would hope that that helped some of you and if that makes sense yeah my therapist would tell me to do things. I would tell you guys about it and it would hold me accountable to actually do those things, which was meaningful. I think also having a place to talk about therapy in a way that was actually honest. I, there's so much shit about therapy out there that I don't think is helpful to anybody because it seems like scary and foreign and it's really not. Like, it's such a good thing and I, everyone should be in therapy. And I, I, when I get DMs from you guys that are like, oh, I started therapy because of you and I finally reached out to a therapist or I finally did XYZ. Um, I started taking medication because you talked about it and you made it okay. Like that's- That's, that's important. Um, unfortunately, we do have to do another ad. <laughs> We already know the importance of taking care of our skin. Whether you're worried about dullness, redness, fine lines, or acne, trying to find the right treatment can be frustrating. Now there's a simpler, smarter solution to skincare. Meet Rory, a Digital Health Clinic for Women. Rory is the sister brand of Roman. Like Roman, they make it simple to connect with the doctor online. So you don't have to go to a pharmacy or you don't have to go to the dermatologist. You can just get your prescription for your skincare and it'll be sent straight to your door. Um, and it's super easy there's no commitments. You can cancel any time. So if you're interested in some personalized skincare, go to hellorory.com slash Ellie to try out a three-month supply of Nightly Defense for just $5. It's free to chat with the doctor and your first order is just $5. It's helloroycom slash Ellie. And just one more thing that we did want to say is a big shout out, like a huge shout out to our favorite sponsor, actual favorite sponsor, um, Honey, which has been with us since the beginning, believed in us when no one else did, has been there. Like I, I have more love for this brand than for many of my family members. (laughs) Like I, I really, 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 really love honey. And you guys already fucking know the drill with honey. You already know the fucking drill. It's an online browser plugin. You download it in just two clicks and it automatically applies the best deals on the internet directly to your shopping cart. So you don't have to find the deals. The deals find you. You can go to joinhoney.com slash Ellie and get honey for free today and just do it. Like I, this is your last chance. (laughs) And it's very important to me that you do it because I've saved so much money and I love them so much. And like, I'm grateful to them. I can never forget when the honey guy was in the office and you were like, oh, we're personal friends. Oh my God. I literally scared him. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) He's just some like, like very like laced up. He was legit like a
2: suit. Yeah.
1: And you're just like, oh my God. (laughs) I literally love you.
2: (laughs) I thought we're like, we're friends. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. It's like, I don't even know how to thank everyone for being here and listening. And it's crazy to meet you guys in real life. Sometimes it's like you don't even realize that people are out there actually listening to the stupid shit you say. And I mean, that's something so special that I'll literally remember for the rest of my life, no matter where I go in the future. And I'm sure no matter where you go, it's something that I'll always be grateful for. And not many people get to have that experience. And like you guys gave that to us here.
1: It's hard for me to like articulate it, I guess. Like it's hard for me to talk about because I'm kind of still in denial a little, like a little like, no, like it's not really over. Like this isn't really the last time, but Mm -hmm. it is. So I never expected to reach people the way that I Mm -hmm. did. Like, I mean, I I obviously had Twitter before the podcast. So I was somewhat used to having an audience that listened to the stupid things I said, Mm -hmm. but it's so different with Twitter because it's 280 characters and you're mostly making jokes. Like Yeah, I think being able to talk about mental health and being able to talk about the actual and real struggles with dating and being young and careers and all the things that we actually do worry about and struggle about in a really honest and vulnerable way and finding how many of you resonated with that and like how many of you it helped just to hear that we were going through it too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it, oh, um yeah, I mean, it's something that I I never. I think podcasts take on a life of their own,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this one definitely did. Like you guys were like our little like we we know you like we we yeah. know you you know like you're not just like faceless numbers like we know you because we know mm-hmm. what you like and we know what you don't like and we we know that you guys laugh at our stupid inside jokes and like we have inside jokes with you like like that's a crazy <laughs> thing to have so. It's been more meaningful than I know how to talk about. And like Alana said, like, this isn't some big fucking explosion. Like, it's not, like, fuck Barstool, fuck you, and fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, it's, like, just time for something to change. And why not? Why the fuck not?
2: I feel like I'm, like, losing a friend.
1: I don't know. I just, it's, it's weird. It's People watched you grow up, and you've grown up with us. And it's really sad Say goodbye. And there's no easy way to say it. It's hard to like even have a final sentence because I I just feel like it's so wrong. It's hard when you know you're doing the right thing, but to do the right thing you have to do something that doesn't feel right. And this is like that. Like it just doesn't feel like some I just feel sad and like I'm I'm leaving something that I shouldn't be leaving and but I know it's the right thing to do. It's just hard. I'm sad. And It's a lot on this, like, truly. It is bittersweet. But every ending is bittersweet. I think it's rare that you'll have an ending that you're like, all right, peace, I'm fucking out, I'm done, mm-hmm. fuck everything. Like, that's – I think that's rare. I mean, when's the last time you had some kind of ending that was not sad? Not, non-relationships, though, because I, I've had relationships that I was like, I don't ever want to see this person I don't, person fuck. I I don't yeah. fucking care. This was always going to be hard. One last piece of advice – Whatever you want to do, you can probably do it. Like uh, anything that you think you can't do, it's more mental than it is actually like true. Mm-hmm. Cause like wh- where's the evidence that you can't do whatever you want to achieve? Like where's the evidence that you wouldn't be successful at w- what you want to succeed at? I-, I think we're our own worst enemies. We get in our own way. Um, the second that you believe in yourself and say, no, you know what? I can do this and this is what I want and I'm going to go after it. Like you unlock whole new level of your life. Yeah. And I think, I feel like I'm about to like enter that level of my life and I'll, I'll let you guys know (laughs) how that goes. Um, I have nothing else to add other than a big thank you to you Mm. guys for listening and being along the journey. Yeah. And we love you and we hope that you got something out of this and like you grew with us and like you understood that life, Life can actually be very easy if you just know what you want mm-hmm. and aren't afraid to ask for it because you don't care what other people think about what you want. That is kind of the key to life, I think. It's kind of like when you, uh, you're you on the phone with your boyfriend and, yeah, and you like, hang you up hang first. first. No, you hang up. It's like, I just don't want to get off the phone. I would fall asleep on the on FaceTime with this podcast if I could, <laughs> which I, by the way, I always thought was fucking weird. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> Just, yeah, someone just hang up.
1: <laughs> just like, do you really, are you that? Do you're wasting you really data. That? Thank well, as always. For two yeah. years of just, two years that like, I don't think we'll ever loving. forget. No, I don't we'll think we'll love. ever forget this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How could you? As always, have a good day. Have a good night. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope it's a good one. We love you so, 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 so much. And please keep in touch. Our DMs are, I'm not closing my DMs anytime soon. So we're here for you. We love you. Um, and, and I'll see you around.